0: It's been more than a month since the last podcast. Thanks to everyone for all the emails and Facebook messages asking for the next edition. After an action-packed first season of production, the realities of life came crashing down like a devastating wave. The recession of 2009 made times a bit tough. Simply put, the project was placed on indefinite definite hold, while I scrambled together a few odd writing jobs through the end of December and all of January. I had to work to make enough cash to pay our property tax bill. I'm happy to say that I recently wrote a fat check to the city of Madison, and now the project is back on track. I learned a lot through that first season. With the collapse of traditional media, as newspapers and magazines continue to fold under the weight of an antiquated model of communication, I've discovered that this form of storytelling sharing music art and adventure online is the way of the future with many creative souls out there building new high-quality content for the Internet there's no shortage of great stories to tell if you've been following along on the blog and on Facebook you'll know that I've been more than a little busy traveling and finding new subjects to share with you and in the process I've become thoroughly inspired by the work of many others who are pushing the boundaries of creative expression as they explore the heights and depths of the human spirit. You've heard me mention my friend, Fitz Cahal. He's the creator of my favorite podcast, The Dirtbag Diaries. Fitz has a new project that recently posted to the internet, A series of short films that depict the lives of adventurers chasing their passion through the course of a year. A season.
1: How long is a season? Could you measure it with the days on the calendar? Maybe you could cross them out. Maybe you could even measure months. But I guess if you're like me, life doesn't seem to want to stay in neatly organized days of the week. It can't be scheduled. A season isn't a set unit of time. I know my winter starts when the snow falls. Do you know you've been here
2: you've been by a box with shoe and glove?
1: When does your season start? Maybe it begins as the rivers surge with glacial melt. Or perhaps it's that moment that the summer heat finally dries out the trails. Or when the crisp fall temps arrive
0: It's a
1: season is a collection of a thousand tiny handholds, paddle strokes, heartbeats, and gear shifts. It's this amorphous span of time that can define an entire year, even a lifetime.
0: I connected with Fitz towards the end of last year during the Banff Mountain Film Festival. There I saw the premiere edition of the 22-part series, The Season. It's an exciting yet moderately paced, thoughtful contemplation on what motivates ordinary people to do exceptional things in the outdoors. At the Banff Center for Mountain Culture in Alberta, Canada, I also met Fitz's partner, co-producer and director of the season, Brian Smith.
2: The season originated at Banff you know, this place inspires creativity, and it's really good at connecting people. And the project came about by being involved in the Adventure Filmmakers Seminar last year, and Fitz Kahal, who's a writer, was involved in the writing program, and the two of us came together and came up with an idea to tell stories via the Internet.
0: Produced exclusively for Distribution Online, the season brings internet adventure storytelling to a new level. Directed by Brian Smith, this new film series illustrates the narrative behind the lives of people just like each of us who aspire to lead a rich life in adventure. I'm James Mills, and you're listening to The Joy Trip Project.
2: So the season actually follows five people um, through the course of a season, and we followed a mountain biker, a snowboarder, a kayaker, a climber, and a boulder, you know, so it's a multi-sport platform, and the idea was to just capture what it is that motivates them in their given year. We all have these ambitions, and we kind of set out in our season to achieve something, and so we wanted to see these characters and what their goals were for their season, and then actually follow it through and see what happened. You know, Do they they succeed? Do they fail? Do they get hurt? Do they get inspired? Do they do something completely different? So the outcome was unknown.
0: But I can imagine that they all had at least one thing in common. What would you say that would be the common theme or thread that flows through each of their stories?
2: Just a really intense passion for the outdoors and for adventure. So that's the one thing that, you know, Whether it doesn't matter whether it's the mountain biker, it doesn't matter whether it's the kayaker, the stories, you know, definitely are like interlocked in that these people all love what they're doing outdoors and their vehicle's different. The vehicle might be a kayak, the vehicle might be a mountain bike, but they're sharing exactly the same sort of realities in their sports.
0: So now as a filmmaker and as a storyteller, what do these kinds of stories mean to you?
2: You know, it's always really amazing when you're able to connect with the stories emotionally and you feel like you get these people. And so as a filmmaker, it's just amazing to work with people who are telling a story that you maybe resonate with yourself. Or if you don't, you learn something from them about, you know, maybe I'll have that happen to me at some point, you know. I, You know, and, and so, yeah, I think it's just... The characters are strong enough characters and their story is deep enough that there's, as a filmmaker, there is an actual emotional connection to them as individuals. It's not just that they're an individual doing their thing. It's like actually you relate to their story.
0: Now, I'm not going to put you on the spot and ask you for your favorite season, but I'm curious to know, were there any stories that unfolded throughout this particular season that you found particularly compelling that people should look out for when they see these films?
2: I mean, they all, it's hard to pick one, you know, obviously, but I think, you know, for me, one of the ones that was close to me was Matt, Matt Madaloni, and he he was just excelling on this amazing path towards inventing this new piece of gear, and he invents it. And then all of a sudden, just in the middle of nowhere, he breaks his leg, and his season on that is over. It's done, and it was just one of those things of, like, It was a surprise to us, so I guess that's where I, you know, you say, were there any surprises? It was a massive surprise, and you sort of go, well, what do we do now? And it's like, well, that's the whole point of this project is that this is their season, and that happens. There's athletes out there all over the place that get hurt in the middle of their season, and they have to put their project off until the next year or focus on different things.
0: Now, this is the end result of your relationship with BAMP, but it also sounds like you've got some solid relationships now with National Geographic. Now, how do you go from being a, an obscure, unknown filmmaker to work with one of the most prestigious media organizations in the world?
2: I don't know. The simple answer to that is you work hard. I mean, you just, you you know, you, you work really hard and and hopefully someone recognizes that somewhere. I mean, I think that's the the the, the incredibly long story condensed down into something short. Um, I also think, too, the Banff Center is directly related there in that you have an opportunity here at Banff to meet some of the people in that organization that are responsible at the highest level. And if you're motivated, you have an opportunity there to try to pursue... Your projects and your goals inside of their organization. So it kind of starts here, and that you have an opportunity to meet these people, which is is very difficult. You know, um, they they they're a big organization, they're a prestigious organization, but Banff brings it into the comfortable and familiar of a place that we're we're all happy to be at.
0: So, what are your ambitions now? I mean, you've got this great web project, but what do you aspire to as a filmmaker? What do you what do you want to accomplish?
2: You know, I think the next step is to, uh, I mean, storytelling is obviously what I love to do. And I think the next step is to to really start seeing projects that, um, one, reach a bigger audience. So seeing adventure stories reach more than just the adventure world. And I think, 2 you know, I have some pretty big ambitions and goals to, to work on some projects that actually may have a chance at, at impacting change. Like there's a... There's a conservationist and an activist in me, and that's where this all started. And, you know, for the past couple years, the focus has been more adventure, but I think, you know, now that I'm gaining the experience as a filmmaker, I'm looking forward to coming back to that project that could have an impact, could actually save a place or a species or, you know, a culture or something of that nature.
0: How has the web influenced your ability to tell these stories and distribute them independently more effectively than perhaps if you're relying exclusively on a distribution company
2: ah, just people see your stuff you know there's like there's this amazing opportunity for things to just get spread from group to group to group so you know my mom might watch something that i've done and then she shares it with a hundred of her friends and those people would have never have seen my work previously because you know they wouldn't have bought the DVD or gone to the film festival or so, the, the web's just, it's its an eyeballs and numbers thing. It's, it's kind of limitless.
0: So what do you want people to come away with having learned from seeing your work? What, what, what's your message?
2: Um, I think this year with the film projects we've been working on, the message is that, you know, you don't have to be a pro you don't have to be you know the world's best to have a very compelling and interesting story and whether you operate on the highest level or at a very introductory level adventure and exploration is just key to the human soul
0: the season Produced by Brian Smith and Hall. premieres online at theseasontv.com. For the Joy Trip Project, this is James Mills. Music this week by Jake Shimabukuro. Special thanks to the New Belgian Brewing Company for underwriting travel expenses to Banff that made this podcast possible. Also, thanks to our sponsors, Recreational Equipment Incorporated, REI in Patagonia. We don't take money from just anyone. Sponsors of the Joy Trip Project support our mission of an active lifestyle through outdoor recreation and community involvement. Support us by supporting them. Find links to their websites on ours at joytripproject.com. Thanks for listening. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please help spread the word by posting a link to it on your Facebook page or send it as a tweet to your followers on Twitter. Social media is a vibrant exchange of ideas. Join the conversation by becoming engaged. Post your comments to the Joy Trip Project blog or send us an email at info at joytripproject.com. Share your stories. Share your passion for outdoor recreation, environmental conservation, acts of charitable giving, and practices of sustainable living. And you just might inspire our next Joy Trip together. But most of all, don't forget to tell your friends. Until next time, take care.